0: Welcome to the Aaron Church Podcast, where our mission is bringing life to everyone, everywhere, every day. Each podcast episode features the latest talk from our church, which are released weekly. We're passionate about Jesus, love to worship together, and are committed to changing our community for the better. Connect with us at aaronchurch.com Morning church, I'm Mikey, and it's great to be speaking to you all this morning. Last week we started our new series, Recharge. Today I wanna talk about Moses. So Moses was a Hebrew who was adopted by the daughter of the Pharaoh in Egypt. He lived in the palace and saw his people suffer in slavery at the hands of the Egyptians. Moses killed an Egyptian after seeing him physically abuse a Hebrew slave, and then he runs away after being confronted about what he's done, and he finds himself in Midian. So Midian is in modern day Saudi Arabia and near the border of Jordan. It's a mountainous area with desert. During the time of Moses, not a lot is there, nor are there many people. Now Moses has settled down into a new chapter in his life, away from Egypt and his troubles there. He had a a wife and a family. However, God has other ideas. We can look back on this incredible series of events with hindsight and see God pointing to something through the life of Moses. Most of the Old Testament is God hinting and pointing to the one who's coming who's far greater. Moses in the desert whilst unknowingly is preparing for his calling to free the Hebrews from Egypt. That's like Jesus, he spends time in the desert too, preparing to start his ministry, the work that God was calling him to do. So I've said before in previous talks that when I left school, I went and did an apprenticeship in car mechanics for three years and It was actually a really tough three years. It wasn't what I wanted to do um, in my life and I just didn't have any passion for it. Um, After I completed the apprenticeship, after turning 19, I then got made redundant and it was messy. It was really difficult. Like The four months that I had without a job felt like I didn't have a direction or a purpose. I hadn't felt that loss for a long time. It was like I'd entered into this vast desert where there was no life and nothing was growing. If you've ever felt like you've been in a desert where you have either found yourself and you're not sure how you got there or maybe you ran there to hide, you know it's not comfortable. It's maybe not somewhere you would choose to be or even want to stay, but sometimes we find ourselves there without a plan or knowing how to get out. In those four months where I felt like I was in this desert, I really met with God. I think I'd met with God more often than I had ever done up to that point. He was there in the silence speaking to me. He put people in my life who helped direct me to where he was calling me. In the moment though, I couldn't see that. I couldn't see past the unknown and the confusion, but I didn't need to. I just needed to trust God that in the end, it would be okay. From what we read in Exodus 3 of Moses' journey, from being a Midian to being on the path that God was calling him into, there are three key things I want to look at. One, look and listen. Moses was getting on with his life and doing his own thing, but it's not what God wanted. In Exodus 3, 2-4, we see Moses meeting with God for the first time. There, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in flames of fire from within a bush. Moses saw That though the bush was on fire, it did not burn up. So Moses thought, I will go over and see this strange sight where the bush does not burn up. When the Lord saw that he had gone over to look, God called to him from within the bush, Moses, Moses, and Moses said, here I am. Something that came to mind is that Moses saw the burning bush and wasn't shocked. Now, I'm no expert But where there are dry bushes in a hot desert, it must be a fairly common thing to see a bush on fire. And this is what is amazing about Moses spotting God's presence in the fire. It's not the fact that there is a burning bush which is Moses' attention, but the fact that the bush isn't burning up. My question to us is, are we looking hard enough to notice that in our own lives? Are we moving too quickly and frantically that we see the normal burning bush? but we don't see the supernatural thing that God is doing with it. God then speaks to Moses. It doesn't say in a loud voice, but Moses has to go over to the bush first. God doesn't call Moses' name whilst he's over in the distance somewhere. Moses draws close and then says, here I am. The desert is a place of speaking. The Hebrew word for wilderness is midbar, and the root of that word means the place of speaking. Could the desert be the place we go to hear God speak to us? Have we gone past burning bushes, left and right, but not seen them? Has God been speaking to us, but because we're so overwhelmed with the place we are in and so busy and frantic, we can't hear him. Point two, take off your shoes. In the next verses four to six, it says, do not come any closer, God said. Take off your sandals, for the place where you are standing is holy ground. Then he said, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. At this, Moses hid his face because he was afraid to look at God. Now, did the ground that Moses was walking on just become holy, or was it always holy? It was the same ground that Moses had been walking on for years and years. What had changed? Well, the only thing that had changed was that God's presence was in the bush. Moses taking off his sandals was a sign of respect humility, and submission to God's presence. When we enter into a home, it's often polite to take your shoes off at the door. Shoes are dirty, full of mud, and can ruin carpet. We take our shoes off in a home to be respectful to the owner or the host. We can have the Holy Spirit within each of us. God's presence is with us daily, but how often do we respect and submit to God in the day-to-day? Is the ground we are standing on all the time holy? By taking off our shoes each day, we are saying the ground we walk on and stand on is holy. The ground at work is holy, the ground at school is holy, the ground at the pub is holy. If we are in, constant, in a constant position of respect, humility, and submission to God, then we are allowing him to direct our conversations, to speak to us and to direct where we are heading each day. And my final point, follow and go. Moses thought his life was over when he ran into the desert. However, God sets him a new direction. He submits to God by taking off his sandals and then God commissions him with what he wants him to do next. In Exodus chapter four, which is the next chapter, the whole of, the whole of it is Moses wrestling and second guessing God's calling on him. He doubts and he says, he, it can't possibly be me. It, it's a big thing to be told that you're gonna end oppression of a whole people group and you're just gonna go up to Pharaoh and say, let my people go. God, though, keeps going with Moses, keeps proving his power to him time and time again and that he doesn't need to fear anything. God tells Moses to go countless times and I get the feeling Moses starts behaving a bit like a child and does that classic thing when being told something. Why? We've all been through that phase or currently have children in that phase. No more sweets. Why? Because they are unhealthy. Why? God is like, go and free my people from slavery. Moses is like, why God says because I'm the God of Abraham Moses is like why imagine how much more quickly we'd get stuff done if we just did what God asked without the whys and hows God's got it covered there wasn't one moment when God wasn't in control of the whole situation yet Moses wasn't convinced he was enough if God calls you to go then you are enough that's facts God wouldn't ask you to do something if you didn't believe we could do it or trust us and to top it off. He knows us better than we think we know ourselves. Thank you, God, that you are with us in the most empty of deserts, when it feels like we are alone or our sense of purpose is lost. Thank you, God, that you are near and that you speak into us your heart for our lives. We pray this morning that you would open our eyes and ears to see your supernatural power in our day to day and that we wouldn't miss you in the craziness and busyness of life and what we are going through we pray god that we can choose to submit to you and allow you to speak into our lives and call us into the places you want us to go and we pray also that you fill us with courage to know that we are enough to go and do what you are calling us into amen